Capricorn friends, I'm Annie Botticelli and welcome to my Capricorn March 2023 Astrology Horoscope Forecast. I'm calling the theme of this month for Capricorns, Fire Frenzy Delivers This, and you will see what I'm talking about here very shortly. This is for you if Capricorn is your sun sign, your moon sign like me, your rising sign, or any other placement of Cap that you have. This, what we're going to talk about here, is part of your astrological picture. And if you are a very late degree friend, so we'll say birthdays around January 15th through the rest of the sign or 23 degrees or so through the rest of the sign, I also suggest you listen to my Aquarius report because you late degree friends will benefit from both the Cap and Aquarius readings. All right, so let's take a little look at this fire frenzy here. We also have a lot of other things to talk about. Seven planets in fiery Aries. The sun will get there later this month. Mercury will also get there later this month, making nine planets in fire. And this is a very big deal. It's also coupled with three planetary sign chains. Big dog Pluto changing into Aquarius. We'll talk about that. Mars has been in Gemini for a very long time, seven months. will also change into your opposing sign. We're also going to have uh, Saturn. Where are you, buddy? changing too. There he is. Saturn's also going to change into Pisces. So between the three planets having their new signs after a long time of being in the same sign, all of the fire energy and the fact that all of the closer to us planets and outer planets are all moving direct, which is very unusual, it makes it a triple bomb fire frenzy, new beginning, exploding into advancement, crazy launch, period. <laughs> it's like beyond what I can even explain. The new beginnings, the things that are opening up at this time, this fire energy can bring massive amounts of motivation, ambition, and because of these direct planets, also clarity as to how to use all that energy. This is like an unusual amount of energy, especially for this period of time. We usually have some Aries energies starting at this time, right? March, Aries starts around March 21st, going into the sun, the sun movement. But usually this is a Pisces water dominated time period. And that is just not happening right now. The sun will be there. Mercury will be there. Neptune has been there for a long time, but otherwise it's, this is a fire story. Okay. So get ready to do stuff. This is great for any big decisions that you have to make financial or otherwise. And I will show some, show you some very specific, awesome dates as well. If you have to, if you want to align some things with some really good energy, big commitments, big financial decisions, engagements, weddings, um, moves, employment changes, launches of any kind, new businesses. This is an amazing, amazing time. The best of all year, actually. There, You will not have forward movement like this, especially coupled with fire energy at any other time in this year. All right, so let's drill down into a couple of specific dates, and then we'll talk about some more things after I get done talking about this fire frenzy, which is so much. I also am going to talk about where this is for you and what things it can bring. So March 1st and 2nd, we've got Jupiter, the great expander getting together with Venus, which rules love, beauty, and money. Then Mercury is going to come here, go in to Aries and then combine with Jupiter at the end of the month. 
March 27th to 28th, Mercury and Jupiter will get together. Both of these periods of time are amazing for anything important. Big news may come in or you can actively use this to do something important. Remember that whenever you do something important, the time, the day and time you do it creates a birth chart for that project. And that energy that is going on at that time will will take you will go with you through this whole project or relationship or whatever it is. So you've got some really amazing things that can get locked in at this time. Now, the Aries energies can be very much about independence, empowerment, your physical body, your image, recognition, um, you know, passion projects, anything that you get revved up about, all of these things can be kissed by this fire energy. So it can definitely deliver all of that to you asking a lot of questions about what are you doing? What are you supposed to be doing? What do you want to be doing? What decisions do you have to make to get in better alignment with who you are right now? And if you're trying to redefine your look or, you know, rebrand yourself in any other way, this is a time where your true authenticity can really pop out and bubble out in amazing ways. Now, specifically, I'll talk about some more dates here, but I just want to bring this into the picture. All of this energy is really focusing on the fourth house for Capricorn. Okay, so this means that all of the oomph, the ambition, the impetus, whether it's coming from inside of you or outside of you, a lot of that is directed towards home, family, real estate, housing, um, work from home, business ventures, home-based business, um, or things that are for homes, like if your business is, you know, helping people with their homes or home related things, this is really, really focused. So you are going to be extremely family focused right now. And the fire energies are going to deliver this to you. Now, this is a 90 degree angle. So that is going to tell us of pressure. Capricorns deal with pressure pretty well. We get pretty overloaded sometimes, right? Because sometimes it's just too much. But I know you're not afraid of having to do some work. And the work you're going to be doing, a lot of this is going to be centered around these home and family housing um, and possibly even excavation of childhood wounds or patterns or even genetic or ancestral um, storylines. This is a really good time to do work on your ancestry as it relates to, you know, things that are significant in your life. If you're looking for a family member, this also could be helpful. Now, this 90 degree angle shows us that we are that there is pressure and that there is work and there could be some tensions. But that doesn't have to be a bad thing. That can be cracking out of a matrix. Like let's say you've wanted to live abroad or you've wanted to travel to someplace that you may want to live in the future. The energy of feeling like home is very strong right now. So pay very close attention to where you wind up. If you travel somewhere, it may wind up being a future home. If you are going back to some place that was a home or felt like home, um, there may be something significant for you there. You know, there are many ways this energy of home can come. Maybe family will come visit you. So it's, you know, it's not only important for this period of time, but it's also echoing out into the future because all of these energies coming together are locking in some things that can be very present for the long term, not just the short term. All right, so if you needed some extra energy to get things done, that 90 degree angle could give you that, you know, that boost. And you can remember that 90 degree angle is what creates a diamond. So you might have some things that are unpolished that need some polishing. 
and this transit can do that. Now it could turn out to be something bittersweet. Okay. So it's like a situation of yay and wah, because maybe you have to let go of something in your family. Maybe you're selling a family house. Maybe there's drama in your family. That could also happen. You know, if you have some things in your family that have been pressing, building, they could come up big time. So there's something unresolved. There's a pretty good chance it's going to come up in a very fiery way at this time. Okay, some other important dates. We've got the days around March 11th and 12th, Jupiter and Chiron, also conjunct in Aries. This is big because these are outer planets and they're coming together. Of course, Chiron is an asteroid, but astrologers tend to call things planets, even when they're not. It's just kind of our word for heavenly bodies, more or less. Um, So some woundedness, some place where you were vulnerable or weak can get expanded, brought out into the light, and then hopefully healed. Spontaneous healing can occur. Discovery of genetic issues that can turbo boost your healing. You will hear me talking about this a lot. I've talked about it a lot before and it's going to continue happening. Pluto moving into Aquarius is going to very radically revolutionize everything in our lives and bring tech to everything. Um, And one of those things is health. And one of those things is going to be genetic diagnostics and basing our lifestyle supplements um, around these genetic understandings. So if you've had a long-standing health issue, it's possible that you could get some genetic understandings at this time that could, combined here with the Jupiter and Chiron, bring radical and very fast healing. All right, so another date to note, March 21st, is the astrological new year. January did wind up feeling like a new year because of all the karma that cleared in the Pluto, I mean, in the um, Scorpio-Taurus eclipse cycle that happened at the end of last year. Um, And then since Mars went direct, Mercury was going direct, Um, you know, as the month went on, it really started to feel new in a lot of ways, but now it's going to feel like an even newer time with all of these new beginnings and all of these new possibilities just blown wide. Something else that will deliver is just massive amount of accomplishment and productivity. You can do a lot. So all of this fire energy is definitely going to bring the feeling of newness in so many different ways. And if you are into vision boards, basically you clip out sayings, phrases, energies, pictures of things that you want to create. Leave the board up somewhere where your subconscious mind can be imprinted to help you create these things. This is a time where the universe is especially receptive to your wishes and intentions. So it makes it one of the best times of the year to do a vision board and plant seeds for new beginnings. Okay, so we do have other stuff to talk about besides this this fire frenzy. So let's move on. Um, Let's see. Actually, let's talk about the full moon first. On March 7th, there's going to be a full moon at 16 degrees of Virgo. So that's going to bring, and those are the days around March 7th, um, fullness, completion, fruition, drama, accomplishment, something very notable, to the ninth house. Okay, so the energy of Virgo rules the sixth house, and that is pets, animals, your daily routine, your office dynamics, your health. And then the ninth house, where it's going to be for you, is teaching, learning, international business, anything having to do with international culture or languages, travel, 
all of those things can be coming to a head or something notable could be happening at that time. Now, I've been giving you a lot of dates and I'm going to give you some more. If you want a more complete list of dates delivered to your inbox one month early, along with what you may expect from these things going on, go to AnnieHelpsYou.com. You can also find this link in the notes underneath the podcast or video. I only send out three newsletters a month and they're really chock full of things to help you make the most of the planetary possibilities. So, you know, we're going to go over these dates, but if you want a more complete list, you can access my archives and get my future mailings at anyhelpsyou.com. Okay, so we talked about that. Now let's start to talk about these changes in signs, right? So let's go in order of significance. Mars has been in Gemini since August. And even when it went direct in January, it was still in Gemini and it's only now March 26th that it's getting out of Gemini. So March 26th from May 21st, it's going to be in Cancer, which is especially significant for you because this is opposing your, um, your sign. All right. So a couple of things that means first big thing, Mars in Gemini has created a lot of vacillation, uncertainty, and indecision on topics. Um, Capricorns don't like that. <laughs> you know, we like to be clear about something. We're usually pretty clearly defined in what we're doing, our goals and kind of heading towards them. And this, this mischief of this not being sure of what to do and going back and forth and, you know, the obstacles, Mars retrograde and does all of that stuff is super annoying. And it also made a bad angle for us. So for seven months, there was this, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? What do, I do? And it's all, you know, that's done. We're done with it. Yay. So that's exciting. The next thing to know is that it is moving into a sign that does speak your language more. Earth and water tend to flow better, you know, so Mars, the border collie of the Zodiac, will bring obsessive focus to your relationship space. People could be obsessing about you, or you could be obsessing about them, or really focused on finding the perfect helpers, helping others, your clients, some significant people in your life. So over the next couple of months, Mars is going to really bring, and actually beyond that, because once it gets out of the seventh house, it'll be the eighth house. So you've got, you know, quite many months of Mars really bringing your focus to your relationship space, how to make improvements, um, you know, just giving some attention to some things that have needed it in your close relationships and your more superficial ones, your lawn person, you know, your person who does your taxes, um, your clients, your customers, Obsession, energy, lots of focus is going to head there. Now, since it's opposing your sign, there could be this big push and pull. So people in your life need things. You need things. People, you know, you need things from people. They need things from you. This me-we polarity is really supercharged. Speaking of the me-we polarity, something else significant about this month is that we are entering eclipse season again. And... So we, we've been going through the Taurus Scorpio eclipse cycles. This actually is in a friendly angle for at least your Capricorn placements. I don't know what else you got going on, but the earth and water eclipses have been making nice angles for you and have very much been, um, you know, bringing me and my stuff, us and our stuff into the storyline. And now in this next eclipse cycle, we've got an eclipse in April and one in May. We're sprinkling in the Aries Libra eclipse cycle as well. So this story of... Um, home and work, you know, um, your outer world, your inner world, your house, your travel, you know, all of this storyline is going to be coming up for the next couple of years from this eclipse cycle while we're simultaneously working, you know, me and my stuff and us and our stuff. And since 
we're four to six weeks now before the eclipses start, we are in the heat of eclipse season and you will likely see news information, insights into how these are going to manifest and what's going to be going on, you know, what kind of themes are happening. So that's definitely, that's definitely going on. And so those things are going to, you know, really bring to your, brings energy to relationships. And that with Mars here too, it's, it's just a very strong curve for really investing in the people in your life, where you're going to be, where you are, where you want to be and um, getting some important things situated. All right, so the next planet that's changing signs is Saturn. Saturn is going to be in Pisces. It's going to go there or, uh, March 8th. It's going to be there from now until sometime in 2026, almost three years. And it's going to light up your third house. So for the, for years, I mean, you've got short-term focus in the third house from Mercury and the sun at this time. And then you've got the long-term focus beginning from Saturn. And this is going to really help you fine-tune your communication. It may bring lessons and pressures and things that have to be dealt with, with your communication style, with your communication, with, you know, relatives. And it can also bring more stability, more grounding in this area and help you build better relationships with these people. You can see relationships are coming up from every angle of your chart, but also how you communicate. So if you've been wanting to write a book, let me tell you, sometimes some kind of books are a little bit easier to write than others, but for the most part, writing a book, writing a good book is not, it's not as easy as it looks when you read it. <laughs> and sometimes you need that Saturnian influence of the daily drudgery of committing to your craft. So you might spend the next few years writing a book or building a blog or building courses. You know, there's something about the written or spoken word that's going to take on major significance for you. Um, this also could be hindrances to mobility or it could be um, stability to your mobility, you know, like a new reliable vehicle. Or, and this is an amazing month, by the way, to get a new device. So devices or cars or bikes, whatever, this is um, one of the best months of the whole year to shore up your communication and, you know, get apps and get things that or software that can be really helpful to you and really change your communication with other people. So that that's definitely happening and Saturn's going to be contributing to that story. But one of the most exciting things to talk about with Saturn is not necessarily where it's going, is where it's been and where it's not going to be and what can come from it. Okay. So Saturn moving into the third house means that Saturn was in the second house, which means that was your financial house. So you might have been spending recent years building your material wealth, building your sustainability, you know, decreasing your footprint, um, anything having to do with how you engage with the material world. Saturn's been working on this. And the reason why it's exciting is because Saturn busts shops and nobody knows that better than Capricorn because Saturn is our ruler. So we're just like officially, you know, my husband always says, I have, you know, like this person on my shoulder that's telling me you have to work, go work, go work. <laughs> and that's Saturn. Saturn is doing that. Saturn is on our shoulder saying, go work, do work, you know? And it's like, we try to have peace and not, and no, 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 no. Saturn says work, work, work. Right. So it's been really either supporting, enhancing, doing something to your work sector, bringing our, our money, it's money sector. And basically, you know, for, for Capricorns, we work a lot, we tend to work a lot, 
But this money is the, is the topic here. So when Saturn leaves a house, it brings gifts. And the degree to which you've worked on that house, on the foundation, on your finances, on your budget, on your money consciousness, is the degree to which Saturn is going to bring gifts. So as Saturn leaves, you will get blessings in your financial department to the degree that you put in the work over the years. And you can think about that whenever Saturn is in transit. So the degree to, to which you're going to put into your communication and you know your strength, your mobility, is the degree to which when Saturn leaves your third house that you'll get gifts, you know, and you can get some gifts along the way, but you know, there, there is usually something notable. And the more you look for what the gifts are, the more obvious they would be. Now, this is from the whole house perspective, you know, from the, the, uh, that everyone can get those gifts pretty soon, usually within a few to up to six months, something very clear comes through from the, from the transition of Saturn. And sometimes you start to feel a before, even up to six months before, but in the Placidus chart, if you're in a later degree cap, this is going to linger in your second house in the Placidus chart, but it doesn't mean that you still won't have breakthroughs and gifts from it leaving your whole house chart. So that's exciting. Okay, so the last planet that's changing signs is Pluto. Now, Saturn just got out of your second house. Pluto's going into your second house, and Pluto's going to be there for a long time. It will dance back and forth between late cap, and if you have late cap, degree placements like I do, <laughs> we're totally getting worked because, um, so I, I'm sorry with you because I, I, I get it going through it. So if you have cap placements, you know, 27, 28, 29 degrees, then it's been moving back and forth in this arena and it's going to be for the rest of 2023 and 2024. So, um, we still have some hazing to be done, but the good news, I guess, the first good news is that it's out of our sign. Okay, so we'll celebrate that. Yay, we've spent since 2008 with Pluto bringing us birth, death, transformation, rebirth, the need to um, basically grow or die is what Pluto says. Grow or die in all these different areas. And we've just been getting pushed on and on and on and on and on and on since 2008. It's been nonstop for many of us. I know for me it has. So in some ways, we start to get a little bit of a reprieve. Now, of course, wherever it leaves one place, it's going somewhere else. But there's still some level of completion of it working through our sign that we're going to feel. And so hopefully that will be um, noticeable. Now, where it's going is Aquarius and is the, the second house. So again, now this energy of having your own um, nuclear power plants in your financial sector is what you're going to have. Power is going to increase in this area. If you haven't done money consciousness work, do money consciousness work because you've got 20 years of Pluto being in this sector. All right, so 2023, 2024, it's dancing back and forth between the late cap, early Aquarius, but it's still never going to be far enough away from your second house to not be influencing, especially in the whole house for everybody, all cap placements. It's going to be there from now, basically, till 2044. So... Do your best to make friends with Pluto and understand the energies of Pluto as it relates to your, your material world. Okay, so definitely go to AnnieHelpsYou.com, sign up for my free email newsletter. You can find all the links I give you in the notes underneath the podcast or video. If you don't like the visuals that I'm showing you, you can listen to the syndicated podcast. You could watch on YouTube and just scroll the screen up so you don't see the visuals. Um, but if, you know, vice versa, if you're wanting to see some visuals and you're listening on podcasts, you can find me on YouTube and the monthly horoscopes are syndicated. 
And you can go to AnnieBAstrology.com, Annie, the letter B, Astrology.com, to access my exclusive content and early content portal. Some things I will make public, but I make them, I make them um, available in this portal first. And some things I only post in this. So if you want more from me, definitely go to AnnieBAstrology.com. Now, if you want to learn astrology to help your friends and your family or yourself, or you want to do astrology professionally, I can teach you how to do that. I can take you from ground zero to professional astrologer. And if you already are educated in astrology, I can fill in many gaps and help you tie everything together. I've had people, I mean, I've been doing astrology for 20 years. I've had people that have come to my course who've done astrology even longer than I have. And it's a really hard thing to pull together your knowledge of astrology into a kick-ass reading that helps people every time, but I can teach you how to do that. So go to beastropro.com, beastropro.com to see my Becoming a Professional Astrologer Mastery course. If you want to start with the basics, I have an Astrology Basics and Beyond course you can see at loomlife.com, L-U-M-E life.com. And I also have some free courses on abundance and wellness at loomlife.com. Again, all these notes are underneath the video and podcast if you want to find the direct links. I hope you have a wonderful month and I'll see you next month. Bye.